Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. American healthcare costs are rising so rapidly that they could reach $4.2 trillion dollars. Uh, annually, uh, or roughly 20% of the gross domestic product within 10 years. We spend $300 billion a year on pharmaceutical drugs, almost as much as the rest of the world combined. Escape Fire also... Escape Fire presents attainable solutions after decades of resistance. There's a movement to all kinds of innovations in healthcare. This is a just an, a remarkable documentary in laying out how structurally messed up, if that's the right way to put it, how structurally inadequate our healthcare system is to deal with healthcare for all Americans. We're joined today by co-director of Escape Fire, the Fight to Rescue American Healthcare, Matthew Heineman. It's also co-directed by Susan Fromke, but uh, Matthew is with us today. Matthew, welcome to Film School. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for being here. Um, I want to compliment you on on not only the content of this documentary, but also on the way that it's presented. This is such a, and I think this is really important because a lot of people will kind of gloss over, their eyes will glaze over when you start talking about healthcare in any amount of detail. This film is done in, in a structurally in a way that gives it, it's a very easily digestible way to understand um, macro and micro issues that are related to, to um Healthcare, and um, I want to just basically explore with you the genesis of this documentary, how it came to be, and what was your initial interest in doing uh, uh, you and Susan doing a, a documentary about the American healthcare system. I think you know we started making the film uh, about three years ago in, in 2009, just as the healthcare debate was was heating up, and I think we, like many Americans, we were just confused by what was happening. Uh-huh. Um, it was dividing our country. It was, it was polarizing. It was confusing. Um, the, the traditional media coverage around the subject was so hyperbolic. Um, and I think, you know, we really tried to, you know, wanted to figure out how, how did this perverse system come to be? You know, why, why was it so broken? Why was it so expensive? Why, why, were, we, why were we paying more than in any other Western country in the world or ranks 50th in lifespan? Um, but also, we wanted to present, you know, as you say, attainable solutions. Um, yeah. We did not want to make a film that was just about the problem. We wanted to, you know, seek out and, and find people out there who who are really affecting change. Yeah. Well, so my just doing a little background research here. So you and Susan started to put some material together. Obviously. Uh, bringing together a lot of different uh, experts. And this is, again, structurally where the film is just such a joy to watch. Uh, Andrew Weil, uh, there's a number, Daniel, uh, Dan Ornish. Uh, you, you, you focus on a, a, a woman doctor, a doctor who is in a clinic in, uh, I believe, Colorado. Uh, and that's sort of the jumping off point is uh, to kind of give people a sense of what kind of pressure primary care physicians are under in this country. And begin to explain the dynamics in place. Um, tell me how you kind of gathered all of these different people together uh, and decided sort of structurally how you were going to go about presenting this documentary. Um, yeah, I think 
again, we we spent about six to eight months researching the topic of healthcare before we even turned on our cameras, um, talking to experts in the field, talking to patients, talking, reading books. Yeah. Um, you know, we and during that time we also spent, uh, you know, a lot of time sort of studying these types of films, these these this sort of genre of of cause uh, films. Um, that you know that have really emerged over the last decade, mm-hmm. and I think we, you know, we found that a lot of these films you sort of get the point after like fifteen, twenty, thirty, forty minutes, mm-hmm. and you know you kind of are like, why am I still watching this? You know, I, I get, I get, I get what they're trying to say. Yeah. Um, and I think so. Our, you know, our sort of solution to that, which is which is really sort of the our background, is is, is much more in, in sort of. Uh, you know, the verite style of filmmaking, um, you know, following human stories mm-hmm. and letting those stories unfold uh, before us. And so ultimately we, we really chose this, this hybrid uh, style of, of, of in terms of how we made the film with, you know, a chorus of experts punctuated by, um, you know, powerful human narratives with, with, with arcs that, uh, that, you know, really carry, carry the film forward. It really does, and I think it's important uh, to point out that this is a film that not only identifies the issues, the, the challenges that we face, uh, but also does uh, a lot to explain the, the way out. And that's essentially the, where the title comes from, Escape Fire, uh, the fight to rescue American health care. And I think, that I, I think it's important to convey that to our listeners, that this is a, this is a documentary that identifies issues, does a great job of, I always like to refer to, great documentaries do what I call the the micro-macro. We see it on the ground, and then we see kind of the, as we pull back and we understand why these things are happening, and that's what this film does so effectively. But it does give us uh, a way out, and I think that's very important for people who are interested in seeing this film, is to understand it's not just, woe is me, there's a lot of problems, we we spend too much money, etc., etc., there is a way out. There are many ways out, and we need to start looking at those ways. And we're not doing that. Is that fair? Completely, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, uh, I think that's why the title of the film is, is so strong. I mean, it's for those, you know, obviously who are listening and who don't know what it is, it's, it's, it's a metaphor, and it's a metaphor um, comparing our healthcare system to a forest fire that happened in, in 1949. And, you know, I'll, I'll be brief, but basically, you know, uh, these smoke chambers were, were dropped into this fire, to and they they were filled with hubris. They're filled with the latest and greatest technology, and they you know called it a ten o'clock fire, meaning they thought it, it would be beat by ten o'clock the next morning. Mm-hmm. The wind shifted directions, and they suddenly found themselves running up this hill for dear life. And the leader of this group, this guy Wag Dodge, came up with his idea. He he lit a match, and he burned the area around him. So when the fire came and overtook him he'd be safe in what's now known and what's now commonplace uh, and called an escape fire. Um, he, he called for all of his men to join him, but nobody did. Uh, because they're so stuck in the status quo, and they just kept running up this hill. And ultimately, they, they all died. The fire came and overtook them, and they all died. And Wagdaz, the leader, survived unharmed, literally unharmed, in, in his escape fire. Yeah. And I think it's just it's a really powerful metaphor for the idea that, you know, the status quo is so strong in medicine. Yeah. There's such a resistance for change. As Andy Wiles says in our film, 
You know, there's rivers of money flowing to very few pockets, and the owners of those pockets don't want to see anything change. But, you know, that's precisely why we really need to look for these escape fires, to look for these outside-the-box solutions um, to this problem. Uh, because we're really at a tipping point. Things are unsustainable, and you know we we really need to start paying attention to these solutions that are right in front of us. They are right in front of us, and I'm just going to run through. I'm not going to uh, uh, weight the interview down with too many statistics. Uh, and by the way, I want to remind our listeners we're speaking with the co-director of uh, Escape Fire, the Fight to Rescue American Healthcare, which opens today, Friday, October fifth. We're speaking with Matthew Heineman and and the co-director Susan Fromke as well is not here, but she's also co-director. Uh, and I also want to let people know that they can see Escape Fire uh, starting today at the Lemley Playhouse. That's in uh, Pasadena, as well as the AMC Lowe's on on the Promenade there at the Third Street Promenade in Santa Monica. And people listening around the country, can, in San Francisco, it's also opening at the uh, Rialto uh, in uh, Berkeley, as well as the historic Vogue Theater in, off Sacramento Street. So there's a, go to the website, check out Escape Fire Movie. Dot com and there's a whole bunch of it, great information, the statistics, uh, the issues, the way out, a lot of the just the things, very valuable information as well as where you can see the film. So check that out as well. Um, Two point seven trillion dollars a year in America today for a healthcare system in which we are ranked well down on the list of outcomes in the in the world. We spend almost almost three times as much per capita. On healthcare is as most of the uh, developed world, and our outcomes are worse. Now that in and of itself should be enough reason for us to seriously figure out a way to do better. Uh, let me ask you, Matthew, in your research and your and in this film, what has surprised you the most? What was the most revealing or most surprising thing that you found in doing this film about American healthcare? I mean, I think it's the the first thing that we immediately find out from talking to almost everyone is that we have a disease care system, not a healthcare system. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a system that profits on sickness, not on health. Uh, you know, 75%, literally three-quarters of healthcare costs go to preventable diseases. Yeah. And we as a society really need to figure out how to, how to um, you know, shift the oil tanker away from acute care, away from disease care, to real, really be a true healthcare system. That's the first thing we figured out. The... I think another thing that really surprised us was this idea that I think in America we have this fascination with, um, you know, uh, faster, bigger, better, um, more expensive, um, you know, and, 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 and when it comes to healthcare, that's, that's not really true. More isn't better. Mm-hmm. Bigger isn't better. You know, high tech isn't necessarily better. Mm-hmm. Um, and, often it, it can actually hurt us. Yeah. Um, and so there's this idea of over-treatment that, that, you know, we all sort of go to our doctor and say, what can you do to fix me? Can you give me a pill? You know, we, I would, you know, we all know this in our own experiences or, or with loved ones. You know, you go to the doctor and you want them to give, some, give you something to fix the problem. But often these, these fixes are just Band-Aid fixes. And, and, um, and I think... You know, I think I think it's it's important for us. I mean, we we learned as filmmakers to recognize that there is that too much care can hurt us, and that there that there is this idea of overtreatment, and that literally, you know, one third, seven hundred and fifty billion dollars a year, 
actually does not improve healthcare in any way. One third of healthcare costs don't actually improve healthcare in any way. Is that so, is that mostly uh, overhead for insurance administra- uh, administration? Some of that's overhead. Um, a lot of that's unnecessary care. Right. A lot of that's over treatment. Right. Some of that's fraud and abuse. Right. Um, but but a lot of that's over treatment and unnecessary care. Yeah. And unnecessary testing. Amazing. And, and, you know, in the film, it's quite, quite startling to see that one of the agents of change, one of what could be a primary agent of change in this, uh, in this search for a better way to take care of ourselves, could be the United States military. Who would have thunk it? Uh, that, in fact, in some ways, at least in the film, it's presented as their understanding of how to treat someone, especially coming back from a war like Afghanistan or Iraq, for post-traumatic stress disorder and all the other situations that arise from a war, um, they that they seem to be, at Walter Reed anyway, trying to figure out ways to not over-medicate or medicate less these people. Uh, is that something that's actually, do you see as viable as military being uh, that, that sort of a, uh, that wedge into this massive machinery of wealth care that could provide some opportunity? I think absolutely. I mean, I you know, I, I love the military story in our film. I, yeah. It was, it was a, you know, again, going back to your last question, I mean, what a surprise for us in our research to find that the, the U.S. military was, you know, attempting to, you know, curb the use of pharmaceutical drugs, in particular very addictive, dangerous drugs used for pain yeah. and PTSD, um, by, by, by experimenting with acupuncture, by experimenting with yoga and meditation and other things. Um, I think if you actually look through history, if you look at the last hundred years, there have been so many innovations that have come out of military medicine. Yellow fever, uh, smallpox, um, you know, the advent of the, of the modern emergency room. Right. Uh, you know, all these things came out of military medicine, and that's because they're, they're really one of the only single-payer systems in America. Right. They're paying, they're paying on all sides. And so they're forced to innovate. And so I think what we're seeing now, after 10 years of war, is that they're being forced to innovate again. There, there's, there's this epidemic of chronic pain. You, you read about suicide every day in the newspaper. Right. A lot of that's tied to, to, to these, these medications. Um, and, and so they're being forced to innovate. And I think it's really, uh, it, is, it is a lesson for the rest of America. Um, and and I, I really hope it does, it does spur... Um, other institutions to, to you know, uh, look, look at these changes. Um, and it's been amazing, too. I mean, the military really has embraced this film. Just last week we screened at the Pentagon, um, hosted by the U.S. Army Surgeon General. It's a room filled with generals and, um, you know, other military leaders, all sort of recognizing uh, that, that, they have, that they have this problem and that, that they're trying to address it. And and the Surgeon General even said, you know, this film is really going to help provoke us to change. Well, it's amazing, uh, not to dwell too long on the the U.S. military, but in other cases, they have also been the agent. Is that, again, a fair statement on (laughs) my my part? Yeah, Yeah. no, totally. I mean, I think it's been really interesting over the last day, seeing all the reviews coming in, and, you know, it's it's been a big day for us after three and a half years to to be being released today. but, you know, we're one month away from the election. I mean, uh, for those of us who watch the debates, yeah. I mean, you know, health care is, you know, if not 
the most, one of the most important issues facing America today and, and being discussed, um, you know, by, by the candidates. And I think we really, really, really did not want to make a partisan film. No. Um, we no. wanted to make a film that objectively looked at this issue, that raised systemic issues and raised systemic questions yeah. and really forced um, people to kind of look in the mirror and say, how do we create a sustainable system for the future? And to do that, you know, we really wanted to make a film that would bring all stakeholders to the table um, that, you know, wouldn't just because it was, you know, a super liberal film or a really, you know, uh, I'm sorry, the fight to rescue American health care. Terrific film opening, as I said, at the uh, at the Lemley Playhouse in Pasadena, as well as the Third uh, um, Street Promenade, the theater on the Third Street Promenade is at the AMC, I believe. And, and for those for those who can't make it to the theater, it's also available on iTunes and video on demand as well. Excellent, excellent. Well, thank you very much for being here today. Um, we're it's an all medical, all healthcare uh, show today. We're also doing the waiting room um, right after we're done talking with you. We're going to talk with Peter Nix. So uh, this is just a, a, a terrific book ending of of these of this issue in ways that we really need to start dr- addressing in a serious way. So thank you again, Matthew, for being here on Film School. Thanks so much. I really appreciate it. Uh, Take care.